Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. America. I am not a number. I am a free man. Wiggins America. The only thing I'm going to need from you guys right now is a cup of coffee. Wiggins. Today's global economy waits for no man. America. Today's global business climate is like, whatever, dude. Politics is a dirty game. I'm not sure we want to play. There are forces here at work that you couldn't possibly understand. You have no idea how high up this goes. Welcome to Wiggins America. This is Wiggins America. We are coming out of the gate flying. We have a huge show of which I can I think I can highlight a couple things here. One of the things we're going to talk about is the whole January 6th commission and the phone records thing. Man, do I have some great sound on that. Because guess what had to happen? They had to walk back the whole thing again. And we've got the receipts from the media once again showing you why you should not trust the media and why you should trust voices that consistently get it right and don't have to walk back every single thing they say. I would love to count myself among those people. It's up to you, though. Thanks for being here this weekend. This is Wiggins America. I'll tease this, too. We do have the full cast coming in in the next hour. Trisha Seekman will be here in just a moment to uh, break some things down with us. But we're going to have the full cast in next hour, and we do have a scripted piece that I'm looking forward to. It is called Unfortunate Last Names Hospital. I will play Dr. John Von Jesguzzler. A So you know you pretty much know where that's going to go. Uh, telegraph the joke, and we will follow through with it with no surprises. Uh, not a great tease there. Uh, sorry about that. But I will say this. We're going to jump right into things with The Man Who Knows Everything. The Man Who Knows Everything. We don't start a lot of shows with a guest, so man who knows everything, how are you doing? Glad to be here, Ryan. All right, I've got some stuff here that is really, really terrific breakdown information of the laptop. The laptop from hell. As long as you are in the Biden family, it's the laptop from hell. But guess what? They're starting to tie in the Obamas into this, too. That's where we'll start today. And I will present this information, man who knows everything, and see if I can stump you with facts about it. That's how we do this. Uh-huh. So here we go. This is from Conservative Brief. I will give them credit for this article, which I believe does break down quite a bit. Republicans are demanding access to the communication records of President Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden, between him and the Obama White House. Of course, lest we forget that a lot of this was going on during the Trump administration and during the Biden uh, vice presidency, which would involve the Obama White House. How much did Obama know? That's what they want to know. This week, several Republican members of the House Oversight Committee penned a letter 
and sent it to the Biden administration, demanding that they be given access to any and all communication records between Hunter and the Obama White House, the Epic Times reports. Uh, this is especially relevant in the fast-moving and developing Russian war in Ukraine, the Republicans on the House Oversight Committee said. Hunter, Bi- quote, Hunter Biden's dealings have not gone unnoticed, and a Department of Justice probe begun under the Obama administration has expanded to include a wide variety of potential violations and crimes. According to the New York Times, Hunter Biden is currently under investigation by the DOJ for possible violations of the Foreign Agents Registration Act and possible criminal tax evasion and money laundering. The money laundering being the biggest one, because if you are funneling lots and lots of money from foreign governments, some of which we're in cold wars with right now, you'd probably want to know that if they're trying to get access to the vice president and or the president in the White House at the time, and or the candidate running for the White House at the time, because this continued right through 2019. It may continue even beyond that. That's just what we know. From the laptop from hell. Man who knows everything. Did you know that? Yes. Dang it. The man who knows everything. We'll try to stump you with this one then. The article from Conservative Brief goes on, given Hunter Biden's foreign business relationships in Ukraine and Russia and the current international landscape, we are concerned about whether Hunter Biden continues to profit off of his status as President Biden's son. As I just mentioned, they're not sure that this is even done. This could still be ongoing. I would be surprised if it is because finally it's in the light. Usually things die in the light and I would think he's gone into hiding on some of this stuff. But who knows? I mean, it was as recent as 2019 that we know of, as well as foreign adversaries may be attempting to exploit questionable business dealings. NARA may possess documents relevant to this investigation from then Vice President Biden's tenure, the House Oversight Committee said. The letter calls out Joe Biden and accuses him of lying about his involvement in Hunter, Hunter's business dealings. The lawmakers said that the evidence is now clear that he wasn't just aware, as in Joe Biden, he was likely involved. They're even more concerned because Russian President Vladimir Putin included Hunter in his list of Americans that he sanctioned. Quote, while then Democrat presidential nominee Joe Biden stated that I have never spoken to my son about his overseas business dealings. This appears not to be true. The evidence is now clear that not only did Joe Biden talk to his son about his overseas business dealings, but he also met with his son's associates. The misleading statements by President Biden are even more troubling now that Russia has singled out Hunter Biden on its sanctions list instead of any of the other Biden children, the lawmakers said. Man who knows everything. Did you know that? Yes, I knew that. That gummit. The man who knows everything. The Biden family has for decades profited. This is the last one. I'm going to try to get you on. The Biden family has for decades profited from Joe Biden's positions of public trust. Hunter Biden has particularly benefited from his father's success in politics, from managing a Ukrainian energy conglomerate to selling cobalt mines in the Democratic Republic of the Congo, to connecting his father to Kazakhstani oil oligarchs and preventing a Romanian real estate tycoon's conviction for bribery charges. All of this from the Oversight Committee, headed by Republicans, which will most likely be in the majority as of November, or at least as of January, when they get sworn in. Did you know all of that, man who knows everything? No, I didn't know that. Just kidding. Unfreaking believe. The man who knows everything.
Sing. Well, this stuff is very, very important. That's why I wanted to start the show with it. Uh, what is more important than this right now? I would say election integrity is always more important because we always talk about solving these things through elections, but we have to make sure that everybody's vote counts once and that everybody who votes is alive and is actually voting for that person. Uh, those are the most important issues, but gosh, this one is big. The guy who is currently in the White House and who was in the White House for eight years as vice president This is real scandal stuff, and you already know where I'm going with this. President Trump had to walk through the gauntlet for four years, of which basically nothing was ever proven to be true. And in fact, in most cases, the opposite was proven to be true, that it was Democrat operatives or deep state people, members of the FBI, who were just lying. I mean, Adam Schiff, for instance, Peter Strzok, there's a couple names for you. These people were just lying. They'd say, well, we got the smoking gun, and they never had anything, and we spent millions, if not more, of dollars uh, which they don't care about. They don't care about the money spent. I mean, I do, you do, but these people have so much access to money. They don't care about the money they have to spend. That's your money uh, to get these things in the news because the whole purpose is just to keep them in the news and keep a narrative going that Trump is corrupt. Now, I don't know. Maybe he has some weird business ties to people. Maybe there is a reason he doesn't release his tax returns. The the reason could also be that anything he does, they're going to use as fish fodder for the sharks, and they're going to come after him. So I kind of get why he doesn't do that. But ultimately, what we know is that none of it was true. Then, on the other hand, we have this unbelievable—I hesitate to call it a treasure trove because it's it's full of crack and prostitutes and apparently child pornography and— racist, like deeply racist language. I mean, it's, if you were going to create a fake laptop, like they said it was Russian disinformation, you probably wouldn't even go as far as some of these things because people go, well, that's unbelievable. Nobody's going to believe all that. But all of it is verifiable and was verifiable in October of 2020 when Tucker and Tony Bobolinsky were the only people that would touch it in the world of the media, other than sort of secondary media like OAN or something like that, which, by the way, have been kicked off of DirecTV, as I understand it. So if you're looking for them, you're not going to find them, um, which means you may want to switch to somebody else if you like OAN. I, I do like OAN. But this thing is so so salacious and so real and there is so much there and ultimately some of the drug problems and the prostitute problems and the racism problems that stuff is hunter biden's issue what we're talking about though is not hunter biden's issues if it were the president's son and it was donald trump it would be a huge issue if it's not we probably wouldn't even be talking about it other than just well he got dude's got a lot of problems But he was selling access to the White House. It's the money laundering that was coming through this guy from all angles, from nations that we are basically at Cold War with, trying to buy access to the White House and apparently doing so. And then who knew? Did Joe Biden know? Looks like he did. Did Obama know? Don't know yet. That's the stuff that all needs to be investigated. And it's amazing how we've been talking about this for two years on and off. But what kicked it off this time was page 
14 paragraph 27 of a New York Times story. That's how much freaking power the traditional legacy media has. That one little thing of their acknowledgement of this thing is what's kicked off all of it again. Thank God that it has happened again because these are huge problems. We've got to get to the bottom of them. That's segment one. We got two hours left of Wiggins America. Stick around. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Our special guest this morning is none other than Trisha Seekman. Trisha, good morning. Good morning, Ryan. I want you to know that I've put in a ton of work into remaking your open. So I'm going to play your original. And here it is. I cut off the beginning, but here. Okay, that's how you Gets know Trisha's. That's how you know she's in the room. That one, uh, just for context, that one is eighty-three kilobytes. This next one, hundred and twenty-four kilobytes. It's almost twice as much. Almost, almost like Here, at least a third more. Uh huh. Ish. Here is your new one, Trisha. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. I spent most does he do it, of yesterday afternoon doing that. It's the 97.1 Imaging Director right here. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Big time. Yeah, that's for you. And Thank so you. now St. Louis knows that you're here because otherwise, if I would just said Trisha, they'd be like, who the heck is that? But now they know that you're here. I'm so- going to demand my family and friends play that every time I walk into a room. Please do. Can I get it on a iPod or uh, that is, cell so phone? Technically, I am a, pr- a product of Odyssey as they pay me. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have to talk to the corporate leaders at Odyssey I'd to see I'd have to if, buy that. Yeah, you have, to, have like, to purchase Go that. through the rights process. It's a sense. pain, but I think it's worth it. Yeah, it is. It so, is. We'll start that discussion. I'll introduce you. Yeah, up the line. Can to I some hear people. it one more time? Yeah, you bet. Here you go. Trisha. Roy doesn't have that. No. Roy's doesn't. coming in later. All I got to say is old Roy and people still like, who the heck is that? <laughs> He's got one fan. That one guy knows. I don't know why I invite these people on the show. I know why I invite you on the show, though, because you have an open and everybody knows who you are. And you bring terrific content like... Just amazing stuff. Joe Biden mm-hmm. is extending again the student loans thing. Is that what we're talking about? Yes, we are. White House to extend student loan moratorium <laughs> through August. This is COVID stuff still, right? I mean, it's under the guise of COVID. That's how it started. So the White House is once again extending the moratorium on student loan payments. According to the reports, the Biden administration will announce this decision to kick the can down the road, so to say, um, is going to impact 40 million Americans, myself included. Well, how do you personally feel about this then? How do you feel about it? It doesn't affect me. Well, it does. As a taxpayer, this affects me. So I'll give you that opinion after you tell me how this affects you personally. Me personally, I'm very grateful. <clears throat> Can I ask you how much you're paying or do you want to divulge that? You don't have to. No, that's fine. This this will save us 
not save us, but extend our grace period about 500 bucks a month. That's pretty significant. It's a chunk of change. So that's what you owed before March of 2020. You were paying off 500 bucks a month on student loans? Between, yeah, myself and my fiance's student loan debt, about 500 bucks a month. So both of you have debt. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I get it. Yeah. I mean, I get that and you're excited about it. And we're happy to pay it. Yeah. That's the thing. We would be paying it. But I'm not going to right now. Well, how long did you anticipate? How many years would you have to be paying on this? His longer than mine. Okay. I probably only have, I think I've got like two years left on mine. Oh, well. So, so you would be done by now. Mm-hmm. So you would be out of. I would be done with it had they not put a freeze on this. Would you have preferred with. to delay it still then? The time. It saved me money. I mean, yeah, just because of inflation, your money's worth Uh less now than it was then, so Mm -hmm. you'll benefit from it. Yeah. Do I think this is good for society? Probably not. Personally, I'm enjoying the Well, I mean, that's just like every government thing. Mm -hmm. If they're going to send me a check that's a stimulus check or a child tax credit check or whatever, I'm not going to turn it down because it's my money. Mm -hmm. That's a little different because it literally is not your money. (laughs) You're paying back the government's money. But we're it, not, and we're not hurting anything. We intend to pick up these payments as soon as we have to resume oh yeah. them, and maybe even early if we work it into the budget. Un, unlike but, usual, I'm not painting you as the bad guy here. I know because I love. I doing feel that. like the bad guy because I'm saving some money. But I don't blame you for though. Longer. This is the whole it's, debate. It's just a delay in the process. I guess. How long are they going to delay this? Well, that's will the question. Will they ever resume? That's the question: Is will they ever resume? Because if not, then taxpayers really are picking up that bill, and we mm-hmm. already kind of are in a way, just because it's debt. And are you paying interest or not? Is no. it no interest? Mm-mm. See, that's in a way that is back to the taxpayer because you should, in any normal borrowing situation, you would be paying debt unless it was some promotion on a car. Eighteen months, no financing. Usually, well, that's been the whole thing with it. Back in March of 2020, they said you can, you're interest free for now. I could have actually been paying more towards this. The interest rate is so low on these things anyway, mm-hmm. but I could have been paying down had this thing paid off when there was no interest on them. Okay, I, I don't have. I have the same take as everybody else on this. I don't have any unique angle that's going to blow your mind. I think we all look at this and go. If they end up canceling this debt, that is so financially bad for everyone except for the person who owes a ton of money to mm-hmm. the government. That person is rejoicing, but it's so unfair. And we're treading the same ground here because everybody knows this is unfair. Even if you're way far left, the argument that it's unfair does not fall on deaf ears. You've got to understand that this is not fair. I understand that it's not fair. I wonder how many people like me would benefit from it though but that's my question for you is i'm not in that situation mm-hmm. we were and i'm not saying we were responsible and paid off our debt as if you're not you i mean you you're older than i am you yeah. had more time to do it <clears throat> exactly and actually i i inherited debt by marrying my wife mm-hmm. so i had either because my parents helped me or i followed their advice i mean when you're like 18 this stuff makes sense but it's still kind of you're not quite an adult yet so i think at the time i followed their advice went to local like low level cost for two years and then graduated from wherever I wanted to for the second two years. And that was to save money. That was deliberate. And so I did that. And so I, we didn't owe a lot. My parents were paying for it at the time. And I think I came out with really no debt. <clears throat> and a lot of that's probably them being smart more than me being smart. 
But I married into debt and because she, she went to a college that cost a lot more than me. She didn't do the same plan. And so I carried debt that I didn't, wasn't technically mine, mm-hmm. but you know, that's part of the deal when you get married. And so we took about five, six years, really tried to pay that thing down. We sacrificed a, a little bit. I mean, not a ton, but we could have gone out to eat another night a week for mm-hmm. two or three years. And now all of a sudden, if they cancel that, I get really pissed off. Sure. And every single person who's ever done that should also get pissed off. Mm-hmm. But I think it falls on deaf ears just because if you've been out of it long enough, it seems so big and unreal. But the argument about it being unfair, everybody's got to understand yeah, that, right? I, no, I agree. It's completely unfair. But the situation but that you're you, in... Are you a crummy person if you take advantage of it? Well, that's my question for you is... Where you're sitting right now, because mm-hmm. they're talking, different people have said different things. And I don't even know the legality of these things because I don't think that President Biden can, through executive order, just eliminate debt. I think if he could, he would have already. I, yeah, I wonder. And but, I'm not saying that that's a good thing. I'm just no, saying I, I, he's I had it. enough go wrong here. I think that if he's this just is looking clearly for something a, to get people on his side. an attempt to yeah, of course. push an agenda item. Yeah. I mean, the far left pushes for this like crazy, mm-hmm. and the young push mm-hmm. this like crazy, which is, I mean, he's just trying to placate a base there, yeah. and he's he's doing it to an extent. But I think this would have to go through Congress for them to actually eliminate debt, which they could do if you get Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema on board. They probably could do it, and different people are saying different things. I've heard 10000 I've heard 50000 AOC says any amount, it doesn't matter. Would you, having debt, want that to happen, though? Honest answer. Not political, but just in your heart of hearts, what are you hoping for? Hell yeah. You're saying yeah? Yeah. I I feel guilty doing that. I feel guilty, too. Okay. I feel guilty saying it. And if I were in your position, I'd be like, no, that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And I know it's ridiculous. I know that's not fair. But did I take the check when they sent it? Yes. I don't know. This is the problem with these big government. Yeah. This I know. This government will take care of you kind of thing because it would alleviate a a big portion of my monthly expenses. Yeah, of course. Like that's a good chunk of change. That's a car payment. Plus right now. That's that's a house payment. That's, you know. If you if you think it's probable that that's come. let's say it happens in october mm-hmm. if you think it's even probable that this is happening between now and then why wouldn't you just take out tons of student loans so i didn't do that because that is irresponsible but that is a factor in why i haven't started paying them down yeah that why is, would you that is why since march of 2020 i thought i'm gonna hold off on this because there's no reason i can't hold off on it i could have been paying could have had it paid off but I'm not going to pay for two years if they're going to then eliminate that debt. Sorry, I'm yeah. not doing that. See, this one falls into a category to me because when we talk about these things, sometimes you're talking about stimulus checks, which is getting out of hand. The stimulus thing, mm-hmm. that's just, it's becoming, I, I mean, it's, beca- it's a, becoming a backdoor way to basically communism mm-hmm. to just, here, let us give you some money. It may not be 50000 a year, but we're kind of placating you to stay in poverty enough that you would stay at the level that you'd get these checks. And that's, I mean, that's food stamps. That's a lot of things that already exist, welfare and everything. Mm -hmm. But they're just adding to it now. 
and they've raised food stamps in the last year or so. All these things have gone up because they say, well, now you're in poverty because of what we did, so now we got to raise these things. Now you got to rely on us more. It's a vicious cycle. Here's the the utter. <laughs> <laughs> Edit that. No, no. Dump button. Hit the dump button. No, no, no. That stays. That's my Ugh. thing. You've never heard me do that because I do it on any show sometimes, but I'll say, oh, government money. Just block it out. <laughs> Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> but it's different with those things because you are getting back money you you paid into. I mean, mm-hmm. you paid into the system. With that, you're just getting debt forgiven. <laughs> you didn't really. That's a different thing to me. And so it, there's a different principle at play. And therefore, I think I'm rounding out this segment by finally casting you as the villain. That's what I was trying to that do this whole time. Right. Did we get there? Yeah, it feels right. I think we did. I don't think I've made any wrong decisions, though. I kind of don't disagree with you. I know it's really hard. Mm-hmm. It's real, but that's what these are the government things that are that are being done right now. They're forcing people into difficult decisions like yeah. this. I mean, these aren't like life or death I have decisions. I've one with healthcare, but that's a different story. Healthcare, but I have a different, Obamacare. Mm-hmm. If you ever had to be on it, the and ACA put us yep. in a different situation too. Yeah. Oh, I get it. I get it. <clears throat> but I mean, we've talked in the last couple of years about COVID putting people into situations where. Where do your allegiances lie? Mm-hmm. If you were a cop or a health food inspector or something, and you had to go in and shut down a restaurant, were you going to do it just because, well, that's my job, even though I disagree with it, government overreach puts people in those situations all the time, and I don't think people c- connect that as much as we should. Anyway, we're running along. Trisha's going to be back. Short break. Every major medical association agrees that gender-affirming health care for transgender kids is a best practice and potentially life-saving. That is, of course, Jen Psaki. Let's break down that quote really quick here on Wiggins America in just a couple minutes. We've got a short segment here. Uh, let's listen to it again, just, just to reaffirm what we're hearing from Jen Psaki. Every major medical association agrees that gender-affirming health care for transgender kids is a best practice and potentially life-saving. You hear the phrase gender-affirming health care there? Do you know what that means? They're using language that's intentionally vague to make it sound palatable, to make it sound like, oh, that's she says life-saving in there. She's talking about sex reassignment surgery and puberty blockers for little kids. She's talking about cutting off kids' genitals using chemical castration. Uh, depending on the age, too, you're talking about taking off breasts. You're talking about lopping off penises. You're talking about blocking kids chemically from going through puberty. That's what they support. Every major medical association agrees that gender-affirming health care for transgender kids is a best practice and potentially life-saving. So that's where this administration stands, and we don't think there's a slippery slope? I saw somebody tweet this week, every single thing that people said in the 80s was coming is here. All the Christian right stuff that people are like, ah, you and your slippery slope, you're always talking about how things are going to go. Well, it, it's here. Here it is. You would have never heard an administration say this. Every major medical association agrees that gender-affirming health care for transgender kids is a best practice and potentially life-saving. But that's where we are. Wiggins America, this morning, thanks for being here. Hey, we got a whole bunch coming up. I told you this was a short segment. But stick around because we've got the new Pink Floyd song. I'm looking forward to that if you haven't heard it yet. We're not going to spend a whole segment on it because if you're not a Pink Floyd fan, you probably don't care. But we are going to play it as bump music a long time. 
So we're longer bump music than usual. So stick around for that. Probably don't have time for this, but I'm looking at an article that says, here are the top 10 most challenged books of 2021, as in books that have been banned or uh, flagged by schools around the country. Number one, gender queer. Why? Sexually explicit images. Number two, lawn boy. Sexually explicit images. Number three, all boys aren't blue. Sexually explicit images. Of those top five, the top four have absolute pornography in them, but we're supposed to not associate these things as indoctrination or grooming of children. We're just supposed to say, but that's what the kids want. If that's what the kids want, real short point here, if that's what they want, then why don't you let them smoke? Why don't you let them vote? Why don't you let them drive? There are a lot of things that you should let them do. If they can choose their gender when they're 10, then why are we letting them do all the other stuff too? Because it's all choosing your gender, you'd argue that's more important than those other things. More Wiggins America. Hang on. Wiggins America. And guess what? My least favorite cast member is here. Old Roy. Old Roy, how are you? Terrible as usual? Yes. <laughs> Thanks for your contribution. You can exit the studio now. Thank you. Uh, I hope you know that I love you and that I do these things out of mostly love, but a little bit of malice. Sure. Yeah, that sounds reasonable. Let's talk about Hunter's laptop because I don't think that we have much. Uh, you know, I think you and I have probably talked off air about it a little bit, but this has been a two-year story now almost. Well, probably more like a year and a half as far as being in the public eye. The, the laptops existed for much longer than that, right. and it's been attempted to be given to authorities for much longer than we knew about it. But after, let's say, October 2020 is when this became a publicly available story. Right. Um, do you think? Do you think honestly this thing is going to take Joe Biden down? What What do you think is going to happen? I think there's a possibility they'll use it. The left will use it to take Biden down. Yeah. I don't think the it's it's not going to be any more potent of a weapon for the right than it has failed to be up to this point. Yeah, it's disappointing. I think everybody we, we've we've tread this territory quite a bit. That obviously the the media is such a big part of that story. Mm-hmm. That there's so many different. It, it, we we end up talking more about the fact that the media has covered up this story, right? Which is a story. I'm not saying that that's not part of this because that's a huge part of this. The media has completely abdicated its responsibility in vetting powerful people. And we're talking about the, the current president of the United States mm-hmm. would probably not be in office if the media had done even a little bit of its job, not just the reverse of its job, right. which was covering up the story and not looking into it at all. But there's there's an aspect of this that we haven't really gotten into. I did a little bit you know, already in this show, the, the opening of, of the show, I did The Man Who Knows Everything, which is a, mm-hmm. fun, a fun bit to do. Yeah. Um, but you know, I do these things because it's... It's an easier way to digest a lot of information. And that wasn't even like a terrible deep dive. That was just where we're at with basically Republicans in Congress and the Senate Judiciary Committee and stuff looking into what the laptop actually has on it. And that's kind of what I was asking you is more about what's what's implicated of the Bidens in the laptop story than the laptop story. You know what I mean? Because there's so many layers to this thing. Yeah. Like, have you looked into the actual crimes and issues that are coming to surface because of the laptop? 
I have, but I'm I'm going to push back a little bit on it because I I get what you're saying, but I honestly don't think it matters. Okay. It, I mean, it's if it mattered, it would have mattered by now. So the things that are coming out are either things that were already sort of leaked or that we kind of knew about or that people are like, oh, yeah, I guess I can see that happening. They're serious. They're they're terribly illegal and and it's bad, bad stuff. But nobody cares because the important thing is the story that, like you said, that it was either covered or not. Or it was, you know, even Grassley had the laptop yep. and plenty of time to yep. to do something. And he, he waited until it was convenient for him. I well, yeah. And apparently what he's told people who've tried to contact him, because that's actually where I wanted to go. And you're not saying, let me clarify real quick. Yeah. I think what I hear you saying is it's not that the laptop doesn't matter. It's that the laptop doesn't matter to the people who it should matter to. Correct. That's yes. Yeah. That's a okay. good way to put it. Right. Um, have you heard the name Jack Maxey? M A X E Y Maxey. That sounds familiar, but I couldn't. I'm reading this report from L American, and there's lots of others too. There's uh, the uh, Daily Mail. Daily Mail. What a weird news source they are. Yeah. It's a British newspaper. But they're kind of a sensationalist, you know, if you click on it, everybody's right. clicked on the Daily Mail at some point. Right. On the side is a bunch of pictures of women in bikinis and, like, people smoking crack. Right. And just the craziest stories. But it's just like the John Edwards thing from, I think, 2004 or something like that, mm-hmm. when <clears throat> he was going to make a campaign for something. I don't remember what it was. And then it came out that he had, like, all these relationships on the side. Well, nobody would report on it except for our tabloids. Right. And then it became a real story. That's kind of what Daily Mail does, except they had a little bit more credibility than the Three-Eyed Lizard People yeah. magazines that we have. Right. But Daily Mail uh, is reporting that there's this whistleblower named Jack Maxey. Who, was he the guy that went to Sweden? Uh, Switzerland. Switzerland. So you have heard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'll just read their headline, and then I'll, I'll dig into this a little bit more, because this is this is something that I think I'm going to be following for a couple of weeks, because I, I, I do believe there's something going to happen here. Mm-hmm. And if we don't focus on it, it probably is. It's one of these that's going to bubble up very slowly from the ground up, and we've got to kind of keep pushing up if there's something there. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's never going to break through. So I'm going to follow this. Um, whistleblower handed, who handed Hunter's abandoned laptop to congressman, which is where you're talking about with Grassley, <clears throat> um, and Daily Mail, he gave it to them too, reveals he has 450 gigabytes of deleted material, including 80,000 images and videos, and has fled to Switzerland fearing retaliation from the White House. Now, I looked into this guy a little bit. He uh, seems, uh, this is just me, I'm, I'm not, I, I'm one person, I'm looking into this as best mm-hmm. I can, okay, so bear with me here. He seems credible, um, he has been a long time kind of fringe journalist. He's probably in his early 60s now, I'm guessing. Um, he's had this laptop since 2019. And he detailed when in the little podcast I watched where he did an interview mm-hmm. where he took it from the time he had it. And as far as I can tell, tracing the steps of this thing, it went from this shop in Delaware. And there were three of them. There weren't just one. Uh, and one of them 
the, the shop fixed with Hunter Biden right there. It was like a, it just had a virus and they fixed it. The other two, one of them, they said, this can't be fixed unless I do a long, long, like pulling out the tape fix of yeah. this thing. And the other one was, well, this seems to have a lot of viruses. This is going to take me a couple of weeks, but I'll fix it. That middle one, that, that last one with a lot of viruses is the one we all know about. Mm-hmm. And that's the one. So I don't know what happened to the other one if they just trashed it and nobody has it. But that middle one is the one where all this information, all these pictures have happened. And so I think the steps go that this this little shop in 2019 found the stuff on this laptop and was like, whoa, this is serious stuff. Contacted authorities, FBI, FBI just basically ignored it. And eventually, I guess they got it to Rudy Giuliani. They were looking for somebody who would take this and say, look... There's illegal things here, and they're a big deal. And I don't think they were trying to make it into a political game. Right. They were just saying, there's stuff here, and it's my responsibility. I'm sure they, they've. it's not the first time they've ever seen illegal things on a laptop. Sure. And they contact somebody about it. Well, this was so political that apparently nobody would touch it. Can you imagine? If the FBI had grabbed that now, nobody would even know it existed. They didn't. Right. And now Rudy Giuliani had it. And apparently Rudy Gianni, Giuliani made five copies of it and gave it to several people. This guy, Jack Maxey, was apparently one of those people, and that's why he had the laptop. So he's one of the original. Now there's copies everywhere. I mean, people mm-hmm. all over the place have copies, and that's the only reason we're talking about it, because if that hadn't happened, <clears throat> the thing would have been completely buried, and we would have never known anything that was on this thing. So I'm just letting you know, if you want to look up Jack Maxey, I can't do, that's the deep dive right there. That's yeah. as much as I can give you in 10 minutes, because I'm still looking into it myself. But I think it's worth looking up if you're interested in really knowing more about this. I do believe over the next month or so, this guy's name is going to come up more. And certainly we'll be following it and we'll be seeing if there's anything to this. I mean, if we're talking about, let me see what it was again, 450 gigabytes of deleted material that he says, well, this was, I was giving you the stuff that was on the laptop. Apparently this was all in the trash. And so... Mm -hmm. Now we're, we're trying to recover this stuff from the trash, and then he went to Switzerland because he's afraid that they're going to... Do you think he'll be... you think he'll be like the next Julian Assange or the... Uh, who's the guy that went to Russia? The uh, Oh, Snowden. Snowden. Um, they're going to turn him into, oh, he's a traitor and he's a... He's a... You know, I don't know. I, maybe, but he, he if he's got the receipts... I think well, so did Assange. He had the goods. Yeah, but Assange had his hands. I'm not saying that this is right. I'm just saying yeah. he he these guys had their hands in so many different things. Mm-hmm. I think this guy's just got this one thing, and so this is the story. You know, regarding him, mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to be. He's not a central hub where everybody's delivering things to WikiLeaks. Sure, you know, he's just got this thing. Yeah. So yes, I think they will try to isolate him, and. Just like all the other things, they'll try to bury. I mean, that's my my greatest fear. We got to get to a break here, and we'll, we'll be back next hour. We're, we're definitely going to dig into some more of this stuff, Roy. You know, we've been talking good questions, just bigger picture stuff that we'll get into. Uh, plus, a ridiculous script. What the heck is this show? <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. To Thanks say. for tuning in, but uh, we don't know where we're going half the time. But and I don't even remember where I was headed with this now, other than to say that. Um, We'll be looking into it. So I, whatever point I was trying to make, <laughs> we got to take a break, and we'll be back next hour. Hang on. We can come here. Get more at 971talk.com.
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.